Alright, coffee and quick picks. Take two in three, two, one. Saturday, November 13th, 2021. It's me. It's me. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree on the line. Two special people. One that you know and love. One that you're gonna. <laughs> Mr. Fermi, good morning. Good morning, Goose. Back at it again. Again? <laughs> Back at it again. We have him on the line. We lost him. He went through his entire slate, and now he's going to do it again. So he got the practice done. Fred the Pharmacist, welcome back again to the Anonymous Gamblers Podcast. Hey, Dr. Goose, Mr. Fermi, thank you. Thank you for having me again. Technical difficulties, I don't know what happened, um, but happy to be on, long-time listener and first-time podcaster with you guys. Oh, this is, this is great. So the, the last part that I had from you whenever we had the first call, you know, you said you kind of have a, a wealth of gambling knowledge here. You uh, play soccer, football, basketball, hockey. You know, that's that's interesting, but, I mean, when, when it comes to college football right now, and you had said that you kind of had a little bit of a struggle with NFL, and I think we all have, but when it comes to NCAA, we're looking for some good plays here headed into Week 11, so go ahead, we'll, we'll, I can hear you this time, run through your whole slate there, Fred. Okay, I'm going to start with uh, Georgia-Tennessee, I'm taking the under today, under 55 and a half. Georgia's hit the under the last five games. And they haven't given up more than 13 points to any opponent this year. And Tennessee's given a lot up on the ground. Um, so I think that I think that Georgia's able to, to control um, pace of play today. They're, they're able to run it on Tennessee. I, I really like the under today. Fermi? Love it. That's, that's good intel, too. Five straight unders for Georgia. And they have the best D in the country. I don't think there's much of a doubt about it. Number two there, Fred. Taking Oklahoma State, minus 11.5 at home versus TCU. You know, I was talking to Big Cat last night, and he was excited about three things. Maction, which, I mean, they've been doing real well with their Maction picks, especially this week. U.S. Men's Soccer, and Mike Gundy's hair. <laughs> so, TCU, they're riding a roller coaster, a Mr. Roller Coaster over the past... Um, couple weeks with Gary Patterson being fired and they had a huge upset win against Baylor at home, but I think this is a letdown for them. I think they're going to go to uh, Oklahoma State. They're going to, you know, Oklahoma State's top 10 defense and um, they're able to run the ball, so I think Jalen Warren has, has a big day today. Uh, for me, I know you I know you kind of like to stay away from the Big 12, specifically Kansas State and Oklahoma State. I don't know. How do you feel about that one? I just don't have a read. I, I am not a Big 12 player because I, I they, it's such a wide range, and Kansas State always eats my lunch, and so does TCU. So I heard the play. I heard the play. Heard that. Fred, number three. Notre Dame, minus five and a half at Virginia. Uh, last time I saw it. So, you know, Virginia, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, they uh, they gave up 66 points to uh, BYU and, and over 700 yards of offense. You know, I don't think Notre Dame quite has that in them um, this week. But, you know, Brandon Armstrong, he's, um, he's questionable whether or not he's going to play and how effective he's going to be. I just think Notre Dame, they get their ground game uh, rolling tonight um, in Charlottesville, and, and they're able to cover by at least a touchdown. Fermi, we've had, we've had our hands slapped a couple times by Virginia this year. You agree or disagree? Agree, agree. I mean, I, I've always leaned towards Virginia overs this year, and that always wasn't the play, of course, but I know they can fill it up. Number four, Fred. 
Oregon State minus 12 and a half at home against Stanford. Wow. Last time, last time we saw Stanford, they gave up over 400 yards rushing to Utah. And it wasn't pretty. It wasn't, it wasn't a pretty game. They, they had their backup quarterback playing. They have to go to Oregon State. Um, I think B.J. Baylor, he has a big game today. Oregon State's averaging over 230 yards on the ground. I think that, that Oregon State covers easily uh, tonight. Fermi, you, I, I, we haven't followed much uh, um, uh, Pac-12 this year, to be honest with you, and I've kind of stayed away with that. You got any insight in that, or are you, you, uh, you going to... No, but I do agree Oregon State should run the ball. I mean, and Stanford just, they have not looked good this year. The only the, the Pac-12 that I've been following mostly is Washington, and that's just not good either. So. No, it's not, no. Fred, number five, what do we got? Okay, the last pick... Taking Colorado and UCLA over 57 and a half. Uh, UCLA, they're coming off a bye. Um, their offense has been up and down this year, but uh, Colorado's offense, they've been looking pretty good over the past couple weeks against, uh, against the Oregon schools. Um, Colorado has a couple guys out on defense, including uh, Landman there in the middle. I just think it's going to be it's going to be a shootout tonight. I love an over. Fermi? Love it. Yeah, so you're talking overs. Let me give you four of them this week. Woo! Get after it. What do you got? Seven picks for me? Seven picks, four overs, and three sides. Love I'm going to go pretty quick. So, uh, Mississippi State, Auburn, over 51. I think Bo Nix has a big game at home. Mississippi State offense looks like it's starting to click, so I like that. BC, Georgia Tech. We're back on the Georgia Tech train. Over 54. I think Sims against New York Mitch is going to be a, it's going to be a fun one to watch. I think they fill up some points this week. UTSA Roadrunners, minus 32.5 against Southern Miss. Got to sit back and enjoy a big win for the Roadrunners. They're going to they should demolish Southern Miss at home. Uh, UTEP, North Texas, over 55. I was on North Texas last week. I'm going back to the well, so I think they score some points, and they play a pretty quick pace. So um, UTEP can score as well, so I think that could sail over. South Carolina at Mizzou, over 55. Both young quarterbacks, or relatively new quarterbacks, but both looked good in, in action last week. I saw some, some little sparks of, of Missouri offense against the tough Georgia defense. I think this could be a shootout. Texas State, minus 2 against Georgia Southern. Michigan State, minus 12 in a bounce back uh, against Maryland. And they have to win. For some reason, they're behind Michigan, even though they won head-to-head in the playoff. I, I, I think Michigan State makes a statement today um, and just and feeds, feeds Walker. I love all those overs for me. I, I, I love it. It just makes my heart sing. I can tell you right now, on a personal one, I'm cheering for Michigan. I need a win on a season total. I lost BYU. Wyoming lost last night. That's it for that season total. That's a loser. I need Michigan to come through big today. So I won't bet it, but I'm certainly cheering for them. My three picks that I have, and I have a fourth one for me that I think you'll appreciate on some stuff that I was listening to on other podcasts. The first one's over 62 for Baylor, Oklahoma. Look, these these offenses are putting up over 400 yards, and their defenses are almost giving up 400 yards a game. Now, I understand that 
62 is high, but I could see this being a very, very similar game between Oklahoma and Texas, where it was a total shootout. I mean, this could be a third quarter over. Look at what Oklahoma's put up in the last five. 52-35, 52-55. Look at Baylor. 28-31, 38-45. Again, I understand that there's defense in the game, but where is it at? I think Oklahoma has found their quarterback. I think Baylor is going to play big at home. This is a high-scoring affair, in my opinion. Number two, Iowa State, Texas Tech. I have no idea who's starting a quarterback for Texas Tech. That's why I've decided not to play that side. It's at 10.5. Uh, Shuck is off off of the uh, injured reserve, and he's potentially on the bench. Uh, Columbia apparently is sick, and they have Donovan, Donovan Smith in play. Look, I see Iowa State potentially getting one or two defensive scores in this game. Do I see Texas Tech stopping Brees Hall? No, I do not. Um, I know it's not October anymore, but you still have Brock Purdy. Look. I'm cheering really, really hard for Texas Tech to win this game. I want to see them go to a bowl game. I think they're going to play big. I just don't know if they can come through at the end. They don't stop anybody once they get over the 50-yard line, ever. And so I know that McGuire's going to be there. I know that he's scouting, basically coaching staff, along with players. I think this is a very big showing down there at the Jones. And as I've always said, strange things happen, but... I can't put my money on that side, but I can't put my money on that over. And finally, Arkansas State, UL Monroe. Look, I understand points per game, 26 and 21, but look at the points that they're allowing, 43 and 36. I'm sorry. You can find offense. You can't find defense in games like this. I think UL Monroe is on the cusp of a of a bowl win. I'm excuse me, not a bowl win. I'm sorry, a bowl eligibility. They're at four and five. They have been getting dogged by Arkansas State for years. This is a great opportunity for them for the, to put up a forty burger. I think Arkansas State can put up at least forty. I'm sorry, twenty four, sixty six. It's too low for me. I think this one goes up into the seventies. And for me, so I was listening to the guys over on the Action Network, and they were talking about the uh, the uh, UTSA Southern Miss game. And so here's what happened. Apparently their head coach is in like scramble mode. He's putting linebackers at running back. He's moving defensive to offensive line transitions. He's got guys in positions that they've never played in. I think they're on their like fourth or fifth quarterback. It's, it's awful down there. And it's an orange out apparently for UTSA. This place is going to be bumping. They say... First half, minus 20 the whole way, up to like 22 even. Like, I, I don't see UTSA stopping. And they're, they're going to play hard. Trailer got his contract. They're in the top 25. They're, they're potentially playing for me, I believe, for a New Year's Six Bowl game. They could be the best of the rest. If something happens to Louisiana, uh, Coastal Carolina already lost, so they've, they've already lost that clout. BYU has losses. I don't know, Fermi, who's left other than what? Like San Diego State, that's the best available Power 5 that could be in the top 15. A am I missing someone? Because I, I don't think I am. No, I think you're right. I mean, San Diego State has a loss as well, I believe. So. No, they, I, I, thought th I thought they were still undefeated. I thought they had a loss. Let me, let me double check. I I'm not sure. Um, but I just see UTSA, and I agree. We, we, anyone who's listened to this podcast all year has heard Fermi go on and on and on about UTSA. They're ranked 23rd right now. All they got to do is creep up a couple spots and win that Conference USA Championship game, and they could be in a New Year's Six Bowl game. 
it's totally within the realm of possibility. So I think they play big today. I think they smell blood in the water. I agree with Fermi. Full game, and I'll probably take that first half as well too. Um, Fred, any thoughts on, you talked about uh, soccer the last time we were talking. Any thoughts on that USA uh, game last night? They're at the top of the CONCAF. They're, they're, they're looking to go and qualify for the World Cup. Yeah, you know, they uh, they looked impressive last night against Mexico. Uh, you know, Mexico, they, they, they seemed to, to play better in the first half, but, US, you know, the U.S. team just, they controlled the ball in the second half. If they can, uh, they can get everybody healthy. They had a, they still have a couple guys out with uh, Dustin Reyna. If they can uh, get everybody healthy, I think they can, uh, you know, we can, we can see some uh, good soccer from the U.S. national team for the next, uh, you know, decade honestly with with how young this team is so they're they're looking pretty good and the only thing the only thing that kills me is that is that they're in cutter when they play i mean these games are gonna be on at like two in the morning fermi um what, what were you what were you gonna say to fermi i'm sorry i cut you off i was just gonna say it was nice to see pulisic back and then of course score late i mean he came into the team and had an immediate impact with the first goal of the game so um sneaky header there in the middle of the box looked good Gentlemen, real quick, any uh, any insight or anything you are looking to look forward to as far as uh, men's college basketball is concerned? I have nothing. I have nothing on on my plate for for this weekend to play for college basketball. Unfortunately, for me, so I I am probably going to be on that Michigan Prairie View game today. Um, Michigan's, I think they're laying twenty two and a half. You know, I watched the Michigan Buffalo game. Um, in its entirety the other day and Buffalo is for real in the MAC. I think they could they could roll through the MAC. Michigan was up about 20 Buffalo close it to 4 but Michigan has a really good um, talented, tran- they have some good transfers and they have some high, highly talented freshmen and of course Dickinson's back uh, with Eli Brooks so I think, I think Michigan's going to be another tough squad in the Big Ten and I think they covered today against Prairie View. I think the line's 22 and a half at home. Great game late, Gonzaga, Texas. If you take a nap in the afternoon, 10.30 on ESPN2, catch a look at that. That'll be a good one to close out the day. Fred the Pharmacist, great job. Any final thoughts here? Um, just going to sit back and uh, enjoy uh, last couple weeks here of college football. And uh, thank you guys again for having me on. I appreciate it. Fermi, final thoughts. Same. So I'm I'm gonna be uh, in ship this weekend. I got got a niece's birthday party this weekend, so um, I should be able to get some football in it a little bit though. So looking forward to a weekend of college sports. And now that basketball's going, we got a lot of action. Love it. Absolutely. So happy. Once again, another great guest comes on and outshines us as always. It's always great. If you again, if you want to come on. Throw me, a, throw me a DM on Twitter, you know, at Dr. Underscore Goose with the O's and Zeros. Come on the podcast, give us your picks, give us your insights, and just know one thing when you come on here, it's only a problem when you're losing. Have a great Saturday, everyone. We'll talk to you guys on Monday from Action.